Can you hear me? Hey, bro. First off, just wanted to thank you again. And, and um, I think the creator, the one of many names, but he, he brought us his technology, he brought the wisdom. So we're able to do this. We're going to be able to do this. And, and it's going to bring healing to people. Yep. And, and that's what it's about. And information. So we can get wiser and, and um, so we can get on uh, through our days. Yeah, yep. exactly. Hi, I'm Cyril, your host, and welcome to my podcast that I called I Really Want to Do This. In this podcast, I interview guests from all walks of life and try to understand the various ways that different types of people with different backgrounds and experiences succeed in achieving their goals in their very own ways. Think of the past 10 years in your own life. Have you had a personal goal, an objective? Maybe you call it a dream of doing this one thing. You really want to do that one thing, whatever it may be, but for some reason, you never succeeded in making it actually happen. Well, by showcasing successful achievers and asking them how they did it, I sincerely hope that this podcast will give you some ideas and maybe answers on where to start, how to proceed, in order to actually do that one thing that you really want to do. Hi, everyone. Today, we're so happy to have an amazing man. His name is Jerry. Jerry, how are you today? I'm doing good, brother. Doing good. Nice to meet everyone. Uh, my name is Jerry Stofnik. Stofnik uh, is, it, is in my language. It's on my driver's license, too, but it means many ants. Uh, Allison Sr. And, um, and I come from the, the Gila River uh, area in Arizona, where in the history books were called Pimas. So in the history books, it says the Navajos were the, the co-talkers, but the Pimas were the fighters. My cousin Ira Hazy, Majima World War II helped raise the flag. But, uh, but, our, our, but our original names are Akima Atham, we're the river people. And, um, and, and Pima in my language actually means I don't know. And so, um, so they act, actually labeled us as Pima because we kept on saying we didn't understand what people were talking about. We're actually Akima Atham river people. And um, when people ask me my name, they're like, what's your name? I'm like, oh, I'm Jerry Stothnik. They're like, Stotonic? I'm like, no, Stothnik. And, and then I tell them the meaning of it, many ants. And, and that many ants remind, uh, reminds me of, of our communities, of our cities and our towns and our states. We're, yeah. we're a family, we're together and we need to work together. So Jerry, you, you were born in Arizona, but we met when you were in, in Washington or Oregon and Washington side of the river of the Hood River, right? Correct? Or yeah. Yeah. But you're originally from Arizona. So my dad, uh, I was born in Oregon and uh, my dad, he moved up here and uh, he went to Arizona State University, he wanted to come to Seattle. And uh, my mom came from Denver, Colorado. And my mom's Apache and my dad's Pima. And, and uh, back in the day, uh, growing up, uh, they were they, the, the two tribes used to fight with each other. And uh, my dad's like, well, you guys used to steal our, our horses, but we used to steal your women. And my mom would be like, well, no, we actually stole your horses and your women. And uh, <laughs> so it was always a, a funny thing. But but at the same time, it was like it was history to also being taught. They met here in, uh, in the Dallas, Oregon. And uh, and that's when I was born. And uh, I was accepted into the Celilo YM. Uh, tribe up here also uh and it's here and it's just it's next to the dallas and celilo uh you you guys might hear about it. it's called the celilo falls it's covered up now from the dams but it's um it's famous and and uh and it it goes clear back into to history of the united states of america but but the interconnectedness of me being a kima Atham river river person from arizona and then being next to the columbia river here in oregon and washington uh, then I was sec accepted into Celilo YM in uh, 1989. It started off with me being a, the stone boy, sweat lodge boy. I was six years old and, and um, I would watch all the stones for the sweat lodge. And that, that means I had to prepare the fire. I had to get the wood, put it around the rocks, tender the rocks, move them around. And when the, the, 
the elders, the men or women, when they would go in, I'd have to bring the the rocks in on each round. And um, and so I was called the stone boy. And when I was in the sweat lodge, it'd get really hot and, and there'd be growing men in there and, and they'd be like, how does this young boy do it? And so they're like, oh, he's going to be strong. But the reason why I was going to be strong is because of, uh, of all the love and all the teaching from, from each other, from the people around me. And so I... Uh, so the the river has always been part of my life and right. water. So and um, and so when I met you, when I met you in, in uh, at the Downwind Champ uh, on the Columbia River, it was it was it was meant to be. You know, I seen the waters in your life, just like each one of ours, all our listeners. You know, water is a is is, is living water to us. It's healing water and mm. and it's good medicine. Good medicine. So Jerry, you you mentioned that. Your parents were both from different tribes, but you were born. Do you consider yourself First Nation or how do you call yourself? I consider myself a Native American, First Nations. And that's why I say nations because there's there's many tribes within a nation, just like any country. There's many cities and, or many states and counties, you know, and yeah. And um, but but also if people call me an Indian. It's all right, too, because uh, I met a lot of people around the world. I've got to bless a lot of, a lot of people, famous, non-famous. To me, everybody's famous. To me, everybody's a foreign leader, and, and so I got to bless a lot of people. And and um, and so a lot of people are like, "Man, we remember the Cowboys and Indians. We know who you guys are." Uh, and I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "We either some countries they say they played as the Indians, and, and it's kind of funny and stuff." And they're like, uh, "And then, the, but the, but at the same time, uh, everybody remembers Cowboys and Indians." So people, a lot of people ask me that. They're like, uh, "Are you gonna get mad if we call an Indian?" I know there's some natives that 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 do get upset, but there's a lot of elders that there's a lot of elders where I take my teachings from that say, "No, it's all right. It's it's about understanding. It's and that's all right for us." Super interesting. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about your childhood, about how you were raised. Um, you you talk about the elders. Was it your parents or was it also extended elders, like the, the people of the of the tribe, your uncles, your grandparents? And so I'm interested in this, your childhood, and, and how did you uh, grow up, basically? Yeah, so uh, so I, when I grew up here in the, grew up in the Dallas, Oregon, and, and every summer we'd go back to Arizona. And so uh, I'd get to go to Arizona and come back to Oregon. And so my elders would, would consist of my mom and dad, my grandma and grandpa, my uncles, but, but, uh, it actually involved many elders from different tribes. I was really blessed. There's about 35 different, uh, native tribes that reside here in the, in the Dallas. It was originally four tribes, but, but people move around and stuff. And so we got 35 different representation of, of different tribe, tribal members here. And a lot of them are elders and a lot of them were with education. So when I went to kindergarten, uh, they were doing tests and and so I got I met a lady named Sharon Stahy, and she's like part of the Johnson O'Malley uh, program title Title Seven program with Indian Education, and uh, and so my dad joined it, and uh, and then he met another sister that came from Arizona. Uh, Arizona. She was a Papago, but they they spoke the same language as 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 Pima do too, as the Kimaathan people do too, and and uh, and so we're like, oh, that's our cousin, and 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 we we laugh around, but. But then really, we all became family because my my wife that I'm with now uh, for 25 years, that's when I met her grandma. Before I even met her, I met her grandma and, and I was a little boy. And then I was six years old. I'm doing sweat lodges and we started going to Indian education meetings to, to help our, our people with education. And so we would talk and and they'd have me talk and the elders would talk and be like, they would just sit back and listen. And uh, they'd have me talk for for them. And so, uh, so I got to learn a lot, but then at the same time, you know, uh, there was a lot, a lot more teachings, uh, with just education too. Cause in my childhood, uh, my dad, uh, he was an alcoholic and he, uh, quit drinking when he quit drinking when I became seven years of age. So after, after doing the sweat lodge and becoming involved with the Indian education parent committee meetings and all that, um, then my dad quit drinking. And, um, and so my life, uh, before that, uh, had to deal with alcoholism, had to deal with uh, a lot of violence, a lot of uh, things that 
that happened to a lot of um, to native uh, brother and sisters. You know, they try to say it's from alcohol, but what it comes from is uh, being traumatized. Something happened in 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 their lives or or their families. So and so like that that generational curse kind of continued until I was seven years old, and then um, and then things changed. My dad, my dad, he was he was an alcoholic, but he was uh, he had got a job uh, working for the United States Department of Agriculture. And um, and with foods and 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 doing surveying the land for the farmers and and so when he quit drinking, uh, things started to change in our lives. You know, like like what I was saying before, when I was six years old, I was doing sweat lodge and and that's when my my the the brothers were trying to, were teaching my dad, hey, this is what we do in our lives. You know, to, to be sober, do the good things, don't do the things that we that we we're taught that that make you that you think make you a man when you turn twenty one to go get to go get beer, to get drink, you know, and I'm not knocking down anything with alcohol, I think, because, because it's actually medicine too. And, and they use it for, for wounds and stuff. Like I was talking about cowboys and Indians, you know, it was, yeah. it's actually a good medicine too. And, and, um, and for our people, for the brothers and sisters that read the Bible or, you know, they can have wine too, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. the person, it says in there, don't become the alcoholic, but it doesn't say you don't, don't have it. You know, my wife is a person that can have drinks and, and, and have drinks me I, I tend to stay away from it but yeah. but that's all right but you know uh just because i would my things i had seen in my past and yeah. um and so i just like oh man you know uh i want to be the person that's there but but at the same time learning those things uh when my dad became sober and and um being involved with the indian education title seven johnson o'malley program um we started we started a group cultural diversity group where we go to the schools and um, teach the teachers uh, about our culture and then do a live performance in the gym with the whole school and even bring out the principals and and they would the principal and, and the assistant principal and the teachers and they would drum or they would dance with us and and um, but at the same time you know uh, we'd have somebody that would talk and and explain to them what happened to our people and right. and, and not just our people but but what happened to, to to all people around the world and and uh, and to remind them, you know that that those things can't happen again, and and then and then we would talk and then we'd sing and, and drum and and we continued that and, and uh, until, I, until I was about twelve years old, and um, and then when I was thirteen years of age, um, we were still us going to school and and continue with the, the Indian education program and and doing uh, fry bread sales and and parades and, and going to all kinds of schools. And I still hadn't met my wife yet, but I had seen her in fifth grade, uh, and I was and I, I was best friend with her cousin. I'm like, that's gonna be my wife. She's gonna have my kids. And, uh, <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, and I and I seen her, and I seen her, and I was like, she's gonna have my kids because I'm like, you know, uh, and I'm like, they just, the spirit knew. I just knew. Mm-hmm. And uh, but then I was my, but then uh, I was playing baseball. Also at the same time, I was a national all star, and uh, and there would be people that come watch me play old native guys elders and and uh they always wore the indian hat you know the the native symbol guy and um and they loved it man and and uh mm-hmm. and people would you know just uh, praise me they oh man you're native american they wanted to see what my skills were yeah and uh, and so the elders like yeah boom and and uh, and so that's what that passion of uh, sports was in me and 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 then just the symbols were cool because it made me feel proud too, you know, because uh, I come from a people that that were forgotten about. It made me feel proud uh, when those elders were watching me. But then at the same time, later on in life, uh, some of their family didn't like that that those symbols were on there. And, and we'll talk about that later. But but I was 13 years old and I was playing baseball and and uh, my my best friend actually got shot by my cousin. And oh. he, uh, yeah, and so so then I. And I knew about uh, a lot of people had passed away in my life already, you know, from Arizona to Oregon. And, and I know that it's not over yet and that we'll be together again, all of us one day. And even with our love, with our animals, our loved ones, our friends. And, but at that time, 13 it hit and, and my best friend got killed accidentally shot by my cousin. And, and, uh, and so it was a, it was a time of when I was like, Oh, what are, uh, my friends are like, Oh, we're going to get some beer. And, and so we all got some of those uh, 40 ounces and, and man, I, the thing I remember is, is my dad holding me up to go pee. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm an alcoholic now. That's my first thought of, it was only my mm-hmm. first time drinking. Right. 
yeah like oh man and and my dad it was embarrassing it was embarrassing and and uh but at the same time i was i was really upset and emotionally uh broken and stuff and so tough yeah yeah it was real tough and uh and so that 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 kind of took me on a a little a ride until I was 15 years old. And then I, and then here comes that girl, my best friend's cousin, Harmony LaViolet, Lucy I. Gowdy. She's Clinkett Simshian from Alaska and, and Yakima native uh, from Washington. And, and uh, she came back in my life when I was 15 years of age. And, and my cousin got out of prison and it was around the same time. And, and we, me and her started going out and I was just in love with her. And I'm still in love with her. And, but anyways, uh, it was a tough childhood. Eh? It seems to be like, like hardship and difficult yeah. times to handle yeah. for a kid. How how did you cope with this? Did did you have a personality that was, um, you know, ready for that? Or how how do you think it impacted your life in terms of personality and character traits? Um, it, it impacted my life for um, where I was constantly uh, praying and constantly like. Uh, making sure everything was kind of all right because I felt like if uh, if everything wasn't all right like if the door wasn't closed all the way or a shelf wasn't closed I felt like something bad was going to happen to one of my friends or family members or yeah you know and and, and then I was like I started praying and then uh, so who, who do you pray to um, I pray to the creator God uh, Yahweh he's, he's one of many names I say the, the different names in our language we call him Josh and it means God Uh, creator god yahweh uh, and uh, and people like you know like they uh, and i and i know who yahshua and jesus is i call him jesus yahshua uh, because that's that's the father's son and and so us natives uh, a long time ago they talked about there was this black book and and they wanted to know what that black book was and and so they sent out the the young warriors to go find that black book and they brought it they brought it back to all the elders and they read that book and and they read that book and they're like you know what these are the same teachings like our our teachings and yeah. uh and, and guess what that book was it was the bible and that's yeah, what right. i understood about the we always called the great spirit we always talked about the great spirit and and then the bible talks about the holy spirit and we're like well that's the great holy spirit and so when yeah. people ask me i'm like the creator of god yahweh i talk about god and, and our father and, and people were like They understand too because you know as Native American people we're always talking about Mother Earth. Well, we live on Mother Earth, and, and there's only one Father above, and that's why uh, for men and uncles, there's many dads. You know, if, if if you don't have a dad in your life, that's why they have uncles because they're just they're next to their dad. They're just like a dad, and that reminds of of the brothers and and the community and and of each other. And so even those hardships in my life, uh, those times in my life, I always had my cousins. Uh, to go back to it was always as kids we'd come back together even when my dad was in his alcoholism or or their parents in alcoholism we would hide together we would stay together as little ones and and so uh, and also the animals cats and dogs had come and so there was a bond that that was formed and so i uh, as a little boy i would always pray for everybody to have food and, and to be warm you know when i was six or seven yeah. i was and i'd have my cat and uh And so that's that's that part where it started to to come into my life. My mom would, would talk about prayer, and, and in the sweat lodge, we'd always talk about prayer. And that's why I come back to the sweat lodge because, and, and to God and the Creator, because uh, in the sweat lodge, we always talked about the evil one, about the the light and the darkness, and 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 it brings me back to the Bible, and and even my name uh, Stothnik, many ants. Uh, there's a reason why I got the name uh, many ants is because in our legends, we talk about a great flood that came a great flood that came and, and um, wiped out all the bad people and the, the stock, the, the ant people took all the good people underground, but the, the trickster, the trickster, we call him the trickster and that's the evil one. And, and, and other people call him the devil, but the evil one, he's a, he's a trickster and he shrunk himself real small, shrunk himself real small and got a seashell and he floated above the floods he floated above the flood and um, and all the bad all the bad people got washed out all the good people got taken underground for the ant people and, and then the waters went down but the devil survived because he shrunk himself and he was in a seashell yeah. and he floated in that water and uh and so that's it brings me back to the bible too because then it, it talks about uh noah building an ark and and i'm like whoa see look at 
even before the uh, Chiapo or white people were over here uh, on the land, on, on all of our lands. And I say all of our lands because for all of us people, for all people, no matter what your color, uh, we were already talking about it, you know, about this flood. And, and so, it, it, man, when I read the Bible, I'm like, it's connected. And, and that's when we go back to the interconnectedness and, uh, and the teachings. And, and it comes down to love and, and, and the light. <laughs> Jerry, I have to tell you something. Yeah. The reason I wanted to have you so much on that podcast is because of this. Listen to this. When I met you, uh, we were at that race and canoe race. But you said hi to everyone. And you said, hey, how are you, my brother? And how you doing, my sister? And hi, brother. And then you told me, you look at me in the eyes and say, hey, how you doing, my brother? And you know how everybody says that casually. Hey, hey, brother. You looked at me in a different way. Like, I believe, like, this guy, he said, how are you, my brother? Like, like we are brother. Like, we, he really believes in what he just said. And this shocked me. Like, this guy, he understood that we're all human. We're all the same yes. on earth. Yes. So I want you to tell me about this because maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like, wow. Is it about the teachings of the, the natives that he got that, tell me about this. Tell me, you. how do you see people like really brothers and sisters? How do you see animals? How do you see nature? I want you to tell me about this. Yes. Uh, and so like brothers and sisters, you know, uh, you know, how I knew you were my brother and how I see my brother and sisters is because I seen the light in your eyes. When I looked at your eyes, I seen the light. And the lights in me too, and and uh, and the lights in the animals' eyes too. There's light and 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 love, and 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 freedom. There's light in and togetherness. There's light in family. There's light in community. There's light in love. And so, uh, in our teachings, we always talk about all of us, no matter what our color—red, black, yellow, or white—we're all together in the in the sacred circle. And, um, and nobody's above and nobody's below. And, uh, and there's not just a word for me or I, but, but there's, there's only words for us and, 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 and family. And, and, and so uh, all of our brothers and sisters, all people, we're all connected. Mm. And some people uh, show their love in different ways. Some people never been loved, so they don't know how to love. Some people don't know how to say hi. And so that's where it comes to us to, to remind each other to say hi to our brothers and sisters, mm. to love our brothers and sisters, to honor our brothers and sisters. And so one teaching is, is to spread the tobacco, spread the tobacco. And people are like, what do you mean by spread the tobacco? Uh, spread the tobacco when, when you see an animal uh, carcass on the ground or spread the tobacco when you feel like something bad's around. You spread the tobacco uh, uh, to honor the, the mother earth. You spread the tobacco to, to honor each other. And what it comes back to is to honor each other, say hi to each other, shake each other's hands, give each other hugs, keep honoring each other because the elders say, keep spreading tobacco. That means keep spreading the joy, keep saying hi, keep shaking hands and keep giving hugs because um, we're all brothers and sisters. We're all, we all come from the same body. And so what I'm coming to is, is each one of us are an important piece of that body. We don't know which part of the body we are, but but we're part of that body. I might be the finger, you might be the thumb. Yeah. Somebody might be, but we're all connected, and we all need that part to move efficiently, to move together. And so that comes back to to, to all, all brothers and sisters. And then, and there there'll be those times where the the spirit, the great Holy Spirit, will will let you know like uh, who your brothers and sisters really are. And so that day when when you met me. Uh, the creator is like, that's your brother. And he was letting you know that, that we're a family, even though, even now, like I could never imagine my life, not knowing who you are, you're always going to be part of my life. And, um, and, and that's how it is uh, with love and, and family and community and the body is, is um, you never, you, you don't take that long. You know, it's like when, when I was 13 years of age, my mom got pregnant and, and, and I'm already a teenager and, and, uh, I was like, I was asking creator God, I was like, man, I wonder how it's going to be having a little brother. Yeah. And uh, the day my brother was born, 
It felt like he was in my life forever. I could never imagine not knowing who he was. And that's how it is with each other. And that's how it is when we meet each other, when we give each other hugs and we shake hands, we're, we're connected. So, tell me, how, when did you believe it to be true? Like, you know, you could teach people like love each other like brothers, but then yeah. it's still a concept, it's a theory. When did you find it like, this is real, like we are all- Okay, yeah. Uh, I was probably, I was about six years of age and I was at the sweat lodge and uh, we we're next to the Columbia river. And, and there was men with the uh, swastikas on their chests, XK, XKKK members. And, and there was native brothers, Mexican brothers, black brothers, Samoan brother and white brothers. And, and, and I seen this guy with the swastikas all over his body and he was crying and we we're passing the, the sacred pipe and, and the sacred pipe is, uh, I have to explain that real fast. It, it's like the, the man and the woman, there's a hole and, and there's another piece, but it connects the pipes together and you can't separate those pieces because my dad's a pipe carrier and, and you keep those pieces together and, and you pass it to the next person. But if you separate them, then something bad could happen to me. And, and so everybody kept it together. Even the guy with the swastika, he kept it together. The guy, the XKKK member, the, the ex uh, in his life that's what he thought that that's where he was he thought his love was at but but he found out that the love was with all people and uh he kept it together and then uh we were uh volunteering and going to uh, different prisons and my dad had to sign a paper for me uh, for me to go to him um, to do the sweat lodge because if, they got, if i got killed then the the prison wouldn't be responsible so we we're going to washington state prisons oregon state prisons and uh, doing sweat lodges for people there. And it was all different colors of people again. Even the guys with the swastikas crying, crying yeah. in the sweat lodge, crying. And, and then we're holding hands together. And, the, and then that's when God was like, you, those are your brothers. Mm. Even the ones that you thought you were your enemies. And maybe they were, they were enemies. And then like my color of skin at the time or didn't like my other brothers and sisters, but but their life changed, their life changed. And, and they realized that they were brothers because I seen that the tears came, the tears came from their eyes and, and, and not just from their eyes, but there was tears going on everybody's eyes because, because we're all battling something. We're all going through something. And, and there's some things, uh, some hurts from where we're little and, and some hurts from our generational uh, past from their families that, that, that were holding on to us. And so that's when he's like, we need to come together. The families are going to come back. We need to help each other. We need to set our brothers and sisters free. We need to, to stir them up. We need to get their fires going and uh, bring that good change and, and bring the light to their lives. And so as a, as a child uh, from six to 10 year, years of age, it, it was around six years old. That's when I knew. But from so, six and from years, then, did, did you feel like, like, was it conscious or unconscious? Like I, I've, I understand this and I'm going to use it around me. I want to pass it around me. Was it conscious of, because you live it like your energy is like this, you're connected to, did, was it conscious that you say, I'm going to use my gift, my talent of understanding that to pass it around or. It was kind of just uh, at that time, it was just, uh, it was like, we we're teaching each other. And so like there was constantly, there's constantly something always uh, to be taught and learned. And so there was, it was, it was, it was happening all the time, you know, and uh, it would never came on to me to, 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 uh, to not show anybody. It was always uh, taught to me to, to share with people. And, uh, mm. and so it was, uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, there was things going on in our lives. Like I was saying, like how my cousin got, accidentally shot my best friend and, and yes. uh, a lot, a lot more other things too, you know, like uh, a lot of family members had passed away. And, and so at those times, uh, those are those times when uh, we came together as families and, and, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. and, and it's like, we kind of like uh, didn't see that many people all the time also. And so those times is like when uh, I realized that the, the evil one was trying to, uh, to separate separate that love or those teachings from people and and so he was trying to hold the shine back not yeah. just hold the shine for me but hold the shine back from from my relatives so their shine wouldn't go to to others 
And so that's when we're like, you know what? We may not always be together. We may not, we may be distance apart. We may be 500 miles away from each other, yeah. but we can still shine together in our prayers and, and, and with messaging and phone calls and, and technology they have nowadays. And Can I ask you a question? When you say you talk about the shine of that people have, yeah, is it like similar to the energy that like a good energy that people everybody has, and or some have more than others and they have to share more? Like, like it's your responsibility in some ways if you have a good shine to give it away, right? Yeah. If you can't create it, sometimes I feel like there's people that create energy. I call it energy. You call it shine or light. But some people create good energies and they have to give it away. Others, they receive it and they rebounds it. Others yeah. receive it and they keep it for themselves. In some ways, they, they're not able to give it away. Is that something that talks to you a little bit? What, what I'm thinking about yeah. energy? Yeah, like the, the energy or the, the light, the shine, like people would say it's like an aura or like, a, they're like, oh my gosh, I've seen your aura or I've seen the, the light. And, and, and it's... And it, um, And you're right, you know, it's about the, the shine because uh, what we do is uh, we stir each other up. Sometimes our fires, uh, I'll talk about a fire, it's getting low, it's starting to go out. But yeah. you know, like when us talking or when we see each other, it gets going again, going strong. And, and yeah. so, uh, so that's what it's about, you know, it, it's about uh, sharing it. And, uh, and people, uh, one guy came up to me and he's like, oh man, he's like, I uh, take people's energy and I, and I was like, Oh, what? I'm like, that's okay. I put my hand on him and he put his hand on my shoulder. I'm like, because you can take my energy. It's constantly replenishing. It's yeah. constantly replenishing. There's, there's, and, and just a smile came on his face and, and I grabbed his hand and we jumped around and, and we shook some things off of him, yeah. you know, and, and to remind him like, Hey, now you're going to, now you're a fire starter. And that's why I tell people now you're a fire starter because it's contagious. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 um, and that's where like, guys, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was talking about like, you know, a lot of things had happened in our lives and, and not just in my life, but in other people's lives, you know, and, and that's where the enemy tried to, to separate us to, to bring that depression and, uh, and, but we needed to come together. And so no matter where we're at, Uh, once you become, once you get that intimacy, that relationship with the creator, you realize that, that your family is closer than, than you think. And that you just got to pray. You just got to put your hands in the air. You just got to jump around and move. And, and so I'm glad you brought that up because, because that's what it is. A lot of people don't, um, don't know about the power of, of standing together or the power of holding each other's hands or a hug. You know, I just got to bless uh, one, uh, a lady running for Senator here in the United States of America. And, and, uh, we're downtown and, and I grabbed her hand and I go, well, uh, let's pray. And, and at first she's like, Oh my gosh, I don't know. What are people going to think? And I'm like, that's okay. I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to, if you don't want to, but, but it's okay. And I started moving and she started moving. Next thing you know, we're jumping and praying and, and, uh, and, and that's, that's how it is. You know, that's how it is because, uh, Sometimes those things that make us feel uncomfortable are those times when we need to do it. And that's when the growth is going to happen. Yeah, that's yeah. the times we need to go in and reach out to that person and give them a hug or say, or it might just be like, hi, how are you doing? No, nobody might have done that to them. And, and, and the yeah, spirit might be like, this is what you did to us. Like when we, you know, everybody had gone from the paddling site and yeah. we did that. We hold hand and we started to jump around like you make us feel back to being human. Like yeah. there's no, who are you? I don't know you who like social level is like we hold hand and we share energy together. It's so beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful, man. So in some ways do you consider, because you do that to a lot of people that you meet. Yeah. So are you a little bit of, I don't know if you call it a healer or like, I feel like people meet you and they go away being a better person feeling better yeah what you like to do yeah and all i can say is all the glory to the creator god yahweh you know he moves me and into the great holy spirit and uh because yeah and, uh, and i feel like 
that we have a purpose and and that's my one of my purposes is is to stir each other up and and to create them fire starters um i have a i have a big drum right here i'll show you real quick and, and it, it reminds me of uh of all the people yeah we're in that sacred circle and and sometimes you got to stir it up you know it's like the i don't know if you guys have been in a little swimming pool when you're a little and 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 you got a couple of buddies or your family members and then you, you start going around in a circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Start going around in a circle and it and creates then, a uh, current. Yeah. It creates that current. You're going around, man. You're in that current and you're like, okay, somebody turn around. And somebody turns around and, and it's hard, man. It starts messing it up, right? Yeah. Well, that's what we do. That's what that's what I do. And and that's what uh people do when we meet each other. Uh, I don't know if you remember me telling you, I'm like, you're one day you'll be jumping with somebody. One day it's the spirits gonna be like jump with them or grab their hands and or you're gonna see one of your family members or somebody you haven't seen in a while and you're just gonna get happy and that joy and and that's what it's about. It's it's getting us in that right current with each other. Mm-hmm. It's getting in it's, it's getting in the flow with each other because because uh, when we go against the flow it's hard and rough. Yeah. But when we go with the flow it's easy and 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 it's love, and and that's the way it, it needs to be and and. Uh, you know, that's what we, that's what we're here for each other. We're here to stir, stir each other up, you know, um, you know, like even this, uh, this podcast right now is, is stirring me up, it's stirring you up. And, and it's actually saved my life today. It saved your life today because I'm here today to, to pass the good medicine. And, uh, and that's what it's about. And, uh, and so when we pass the good medicine, uh, people leave with the good medicine and, and then they feel that good medicine. And, and the creator God, he has us stir each other up to get us prepared for the next day or, or that week coming or the month coming and to remind us that 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 each one of us are royalty and that each one of us are loved and, and, and each one of us is precious, mm-hmm. precious beyond any kind of metal on here on this earth. We're like gold, <laughs> but, 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 but we're brighter, but we're brighter. Yeah, there's, we shine. I love it. We shine. <laughs> Jerry, I think that was a great introduction to you, your personality. And I wanted to to go into the second part of the podcast. So as you know, it's called, I really want to do this. And the idea that I want is to extract how people do what they really want to do, because everybody has a different background, different method, different culture, different personality. And I want to know, do you have a, a moment, something, some event, some experience you can share with us of when you really felt, I really want to do this. And tell us about it. And then I'll ask you more question about how did it get started in your brain, in your heart, in your emotions? And how did you make it happen? What were the steps that you took to make it happen? Um, it's, uh, when I was uh, with the Title VII JOM in education program, uh, in migrant education, they came around and, and we all talked and and it was about uh, furthering the education for for our people and for all people and working together. And and so um, I got to go to Washington, D.C., and I got to meet all the senators. And um, I got to go lobby for the National Runaway Youth Act. And so I was, I was talking to the senators, and I'm like, man, um, we got to get some YMCAs, some, some shelters for youth, for kids in, uh, in different communities, in my community. And and on different reservations, just, just everywhere, you know, because I've seen a lot of a lot of things in my life. I've seen a lot of people selling drugs. I've seen a lot of alcoholism. I've seen a lot of violence. But at the same time, uh, I hung out with a lot of people that were, where we just stayed occupied and played basketball or listened to music, and we had nowhere to go. And mm-hmm. so some of those kids would get in trouble from it. So I'm like, man, I could, we got to change something. So they're like, Jerry, you want to join the Youth Action Council? So I joined the Youth Action Council, and, and I was on Title Seven JOM Indian Education Parent Committee, and and then um, like, man, do you want to go to Washington D.C.? I'm like, yeah, I want to go, and and so we raised some money, and and I got to go to Washington D.C. and and I met all the senators, and I talked to them, and I talked about the needles, and I talked about the drugs, and I talked about a lot of stuff, but um, we got twenty two point two million dollars, and. And that some of that money got to go to different programs for for youth across America that that wanted to go back home and and so that it was able to get him a bus ticket, a Greyhound ticket to get him home, and and that was one program that uh, that I helped start. And I was like, oh man, you know what? I want I want to do I want to I want to do this. I want to I want to yeah. unite our people. I want to 
I want to, I want to unite all our people. You know, I know there's states and counties and in our in, in our beautiful country, United States of America, and then and there's also reservations and there's also in loose sites. There's there's so many communities out here, and and I wanted to bring bring us together, make us a strong foundation. And so in my life uh, now, as I continue, uh, I've got to uh, bless and I've got to talk with uh, all the future uh, runners for the governor here in Oregon and Washington. And and um, and so I get to meet a lot of people. I'm actually get to uh, help with the education stuff that we've been trying to implement uh, in the schools across America for the last 15 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it seems you were involved with youth. Tell me why yeah. helping youth is something you really wanted to do. Um, probably because, probably uh, like I was saying before, like there wasn't really many options for uh, for me or my family or my kid. The the, the, you the people I hung out with when I was young. Yeah, there's it was uh, you know drugs, alcohol. Uh, there were sports, but if you didn't play sports and then you'd be out there, you know, or, or just, uh, there wasn't nothing to do for the youth. So it was like, oh man, this, oh, well, they did do stuff for the youth. Like they did uh, clubs, different clubs. They always involved drugs or get shut down or fight mm -hmm. and violence or. Uh, so it seemed to have started with you saying, I don't want the youth of today to live what I lived. And I want to give them a step towards the yeah. future. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what that's what it's about. Yeah, and and so like, uh, get them options. You know, those options when they they are in those situations. You know, get them a shelter, get them somewhere to stay, get them a bus ticket home, get them some food. And there's a program now, uh, the Youth Empowerment Shelter, and it's for youth that uh, that have nowhere to go and, mm -hmm. and they're allowed to stay there. It's an it's in a place that people don't know. Don't it's an anonymous place. Uh, uh, but they're allowed to go to school and 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 they live there and and um and nobody and, and so it's uh it's it's to save their lives and I know some kids that went to that program that are now going to college or are in uh, military yeah. schools you know like but they're they're further in their life and at the same time they're they're letting their light shine and and that's the beautiful thing because uh those kids they're, now they're young adults uh they're prayer warriors and and uh and then we have got to go we've got to do some things you know i've got to do a lot of different things with uh with called uh, culture culture diversity where we go and we drum with the youth uh, native american youth all kinds of youth all different colors of youth and and so my dad does that um and i do that and and my and my son that's uh 25 years old he does that uh but he lives in portland now but he just recently moved there but uh but that's what we were doing. So it was kind of a, a generational thing, you know, like the, I was talking about generational curses, like alcoholism. My dad was an alcoholic. And then I, uh, you know, I took that drink when I was 13 and then I kind of became one a little bit when I was around 25, but then I quit. And, and then my son kind of went through it. And, and so we're like, man, you know, we're breaking these generational curses. Nice. And we're going to put a stop to it. And, and so we started doing uh, a group that a man named Don Coyos, he started called Well Bridey in, uh, in the 70s. And, and we're like, you know what? They, they asked us to come drum. And we came to drum and we're like, hey, we like this. And we started reading. It was uh, teachings from the elders. And, and so if you guys uh, on your phones, you can always go uh, to daily elders, uh, elders meditation app. And it's free. And it will give you a, a saying from a Native American elder uh, every day. Oh, what and, is it? Uh, elders meditation app? Yeah, elders meditation app. Just Google okay. it. And you'll see it, uh, well, Bridey. It's a white bison, well, Bridey, uh, elders meditation app. But you put elders meditation app, boom, it'll pop up and it'll have a saying every day. And and the book was made, uh, they took sayings from all the native, different native elders, and, and there's different stories. And, and the beautiful thing about it is he talks about the creator God, uh, Yahweh. You know, that's why I say, I say the, the, the many names, but but you'll hear in that book, they'll, they'll mention his name. Because some people were like, well, uh, they were confused and stuff. They're like, well, you know, you, you guys call him creator, but, you know, people call him uh, God or uh, and people will say Jesus. But they, but when I hear him say Jesus or, oh, yeah, shit, I, 
I hope they understand what the Holy Trinity is. That means the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know, they're all three. They're the same. They're one. But that reminds me of each one of us. We're part of the same body and that we're one. So, Jerry, we talked at the very beginning of the podcast about elders. Yeah. Now, you're telling me you're helping the youth. You look pretty young to me, but are you becoming an elder? Yeah, I guess, yeah. A lot of people are like, you look really young. I'm like, yeah. And, um, but that's because of um, I live in water and, and, uh, and at my, in my life, you know, uh, I, did, I didn't think I was going to make it to 18 years of age. I thought in my life that, uh, that I wouldn't live that long. That I wouldn't make it to 18. Really? Why did you think yeah. that? Uh, just because of uh, the things that happened in my past and like my, my best friend getting killed when I was 13 and, He wasn't the only person that got uh, that had passed away in my life. You know, there's uh, a lot of people that passed away in my life, and uh, due to car wrecks or gang violence or mm -hmm. drugs, alcohol, overdoses, suicide. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, so there was a lot of things. So I, oh man, I'm not gonna make it till I'm 18. And um, and so I also had to like protect myself and and kind of creative uh, from my childhood. You know. Like, There was one thing like, had had you make it through some things? Because like when I was talking about like how the enemy tried to shine, hide my shine, I had to be hard to different situations in my life. I had to adapt. I had to to adjust real quickly. But then, so at the times in my life, I didn't think I was gonna make it till I was 18. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna make it to 18. And, and so by the time I turned 18, I already had two kids. I had two kids by the time I turned 18. And uh, and then I didn't think I was gonna make it to 21. And I was like, oh man, I'm probably gonna make it to 21. I'm not going to make it to 28. But when I made it to 28, I made it to 28. I'm like, oh man, that was just lies from the enemy. That was just lies from the devil, the trickster. He was trying to keep me down. He was lying to me. Yeah. A lot of my brothers and sisters and had passed away around me and stuff, but but he kept me going. He he kept, he let me, yeah, I made it to 18. I made it to 21. I made it to 28. Then I made it to 35. And I'm like, whoo. Now, <laughs> now, now, now I'm 41 and And um, I got grandkids. I got wow. grandkids. And, uh, and in the word, he talks about your family will prosper. Your family will grow. And uh, and my family has grown. Uh, everywhere I go, I, I meet people like you, Cyril, bro. And, and you're my family. And, and you know, you know, it's, uh, I send you messages every once in a while, bam, or, or the spirit, you'll come on my heart. And, and I'll start praying for you right then. And that's how it is. I might come on your heart. Or some one of the listeners might remember Jerry's voice or our know Cyro and be like, We'll come on your heart. The spirit will come on your heart and you'll just pray for us. It might even be a good time in our life, but it might be a bad time. But but just pray for us because get us prepared because we're loved. You're loved, each one of you, the listeners, you guys are loved, each one of you guys. And and that's what it's about. There's healing in our voices and there's healing in movement and there's healing in touch. And so uh, so if I come on your mind or or my brother comes on your mind pray and that's what we do we pray you know yeah. people are like oh how do you pray well that's how we learn you know uh, you know we had to we had, we had to start somewhere it just it just starts in your room start somewhere in your in your uh, secret area for me it could be in my bathroom sometimes it's quiet you're feeling relaxed you know like oh okay oh and i, I got i got a story for you guys uh, this guy uh he brought me a stick he brought me a wooden stick from the columbia river and he's like uh, god Great God, the Holy Spirit told me to bring you this as a gift. I'm like, oh, thank you, bro. And it looked like a good walking stick, right? I'm like, it's cool. And it, it, it went in and I brought it in my bathroom for some reason. I put it in the corner and it was sitting there. And a lady called me. She's like, Jerry, there's a, the Spirit said there's a staff. You have a staff. And uh, could you bring it to the Capitol? And I'm like, bring it to the Capitol. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, I do have a staff. I was like, it's in my my secret room. And, and I'm like, there's a staff there. I look at the staff and, and I'm looking at it right now too. Uh, I'm like, I got a staff. She's like, oh my gosh, you got a staff? She's like, well, this lady, uh, Fred, and I know Fred, um, she's uh, been to Israel and came back. She probably brought the horn and, and she blows it, man. And she's a powerful prayer warrior. And, and she uh, she made, she sings uh, native songs with us too. And and uh, But anyway, she's like, Fred, let Fred see the sticks. So I brought the, the staff to, to Fred and, And Fred brought, uh, 
brought it back to me and, and she the spirit told her to, to add jo- uh, bells on it for joy. Oh, you've got it here? <laughs> I love it. She said, she said to add the bells for to it to, to bring joy because wherever the staff goes, just like just like me, joy is gonna come. And she added the colors on here, the colors for the the, the orange for the fire and the, the blue for the living water and, and the, the yellow for the light and, and the red for the blood of blood of Yeshua. And, and uh, this the staff right here. Yeah. The staff, it does bring joy. And it talks about a staff hitting the ground and, 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 and springing uh, living water. And, and that living water is joy and, 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 and life and love. And, and so uh, the staff actually has brought joy to people by just hearing it. I've had yeah. little kids hear it just on, on video chat and just start jumping and dancing. I've been in the same room and, and we're singing a song called We Are Prayer Warriors. We pray, well, we worship and pray every day. And next, you know, and then I start doing the the staff, and then little yeah. kids start dancing, and then big people start dancing, and um, and that's what it's about. You know, uh, that's that's how I see it. Is oh, there, sorry, there's a siren. Siren, uh, like people's life, it's like ebb and flow. It's there's ups and there's downs, ups and there's yeah. downs, and we have to know that when we're on the upside, we can help the people that are on the on the low side, and we have to give it, help each other, right? Um, and then, like I, like today, there's somebody that is getting born, there's somebody who's dying, somebody who's losing his job, somebody who's getting a new job, somebody's got a girlfriend who's making love, somebody who's like okay. being sick. At the same time in the world, everybody's having ups and downs, right? So um, we have to compensate each other's ups and downs by giving each other energy. And I feel like this is what you're doing when you you have ups and downs all your life. Like your first part of your childhood until you were 18 was so hard. But then you you started to go on on a flow where then you give away to other people. And I thank you for that. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And this is life. Yeah. Right? It's, uh, it feels like it's not coherent sometimes, but there is co- there is balance. And and and, and, I'm, and that's and that's what we're here for, you know. And and, and that's what we're here for each other, you know. And because uh, <laughs> they, they say, you know, uh, you don't you don't receive because you never asked. You know, sometimes we don't need uh, we don't know uh, we don't receive things because we don't say, hey, man. I really need to talk or I, or, Hey, can you pray for me? Or, or, Hey man, I'm just having a really good day. I just wanted to let somebody know, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's what it's about is, is uh, communicating with each other and, and opening our mouths up to ask so we can receive and, and to open our, our mouths up to speak life and not to speak death, to speak encouragement and, and wisdom to our brothers mm-hmm. and to save them time. You know, and, and I'm uh, glad that you said that, you know, I go back to the youth is it's to save them time in their lives and to let them know, hey, you can you can do things in your life. Hey, you can make forty two dollars an hour. Hey, you can make fifty six dollars an hour. Hey, there's things you can do in your life. There's people, uh, you know, there's uh, don't be don't be the, the, the what is it? Uh, fruit fly in the jar. Don't be the fruit fly in the jar with the lid off. Yeah. Because see, there, there, there's some there. You can have a, a jar with a lid on and have fruit flies in it, mm-hmm. and you can take that that lid off, and the fruit flies will stay in that jar, not realizing that they can go out and be free, mm-hmm. not realizing that there's not a lid on there anymore, that they can yeah. get out and be free, and so that's what that's what it's about is, is uh, letting our brothers and sisters shine, and and to give them room to breathe, and and to grow, and so it reminds me of. Uh, is of, of of having the good soil, having the good soil in the in the hard area, so the good seed can grow of love and life. Yep, of love and life. And I, it, it. I got something for for everybody too. At the same time, uh, it it reminds me of when I was in the the longhouse and and the elder was talking and he said, "We're we're all given the light like this, and we when we die and we go to heaven." It's not over. It's just the beginning. And it goes just like that. You just give it like this. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and guess what we can do with each other? Sometimes our brother and sister are going through a bad day or a hard time. <sighs> Breathe into them life. <sighs> Take it away from them. Yeah. Bring them love and joy. And I it can go it. that quickly. <laughs> oh, Jerry, I could speak forever with you. Uh, if you had uh, one takeaway, like one thing you want people to remember from that discussion we have, what, what advice would you give people? Um, it's not over yet, soldiers. Keep moving. Keep moving. And remember, we got each other. And remember, we got each other. And remember, sometimes you just got to lift your hands up in the air and to give it away. And he's so good to us. That while you're giving it away, he's filling you up for the next day. He's filling you up for the next minute. He's filling you up for the next second. And to remember that you're mighty. And when you look in the mirror, to tell yourself that you're beautiful. And when you look in the mirror, to tell yourself that you're royalty. And when you wash your face in the morning with that water, thank the creator God for the living water. Thank you for bringing the youth to me. Thank you for bringing me joy. Thank you for everything. Thank you. When you eat, thank him in your mind. Thank him in your heart. When you when you take a shower, that water, that's that healing, that cold water. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that I want people to, to remember is that living water, that cold water. Because as a little as a little boy, my dad always told me about the cold water. And as I got older, I learned about the living water. And that cold water is it refreshes you. It brings youth to you. And, but the, the main thing I want, uh, that was something for everybody too and the, the main thing is to to remember that that women are sacred that women are sacred women are the only beings that bring life into this world mm -hmm. for us men to remember that women are sacred and to we love to love each other as brothers and sisters forever mm -hmm. and, and in my language it's a taui shamish that means love you always and forever Yep. Mm -hmm. I love it. I ask you to listen to a song before we start on the chat, because like, I really feel that when we feel happy, we have good energies and music can do that to us. Then it's yeah. to be conveyed into the podcast. Can you tell us? Okay. There's two things. One, can you tell us what song it is? And And then I'm going to ask you for something special. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, it's a, the song's called Birth. It's a, from a group called Exit. And, um, and it's like, Today an Indian boy has been born. Hey, hey, you'll be blessed. And, oh, man, it takes me to my childhood. And, and, um, and then just hearing the beat just makes me happy. It just uh, <laughs> you hear my voice and whoo, it's like it's, 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 it's <laughs> I love here. it. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll share the link with the listeners. But here's the second thing I want to ask you is when we met, uh, when was it like a year ago? It was in July 2021, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you sung to me a song of Tatonka. Okay, can you please sing it? What tell us what it means, and if you don't mind singing it, to oh, yeah, uh, it's, it's called Walking and Talking with the Creator. Walking and Talking with the Creator, and, and he's talking about that, that having that relationship with the Creator God, you know, uh, it's, it's an intimacy. You know, people talk about religion. But it's not about religion. It's about a relationship. It's about a relationship with the creator. It's, it's talking about being in heaven and talking with him. And it's also a reminder that, that even on here on earth, heaven could be here too. So that means you can talk with him here too. It means you can talk with him in the car. It means you can talk to him wherever you're at. Mm -hmm. And so the song's called Walking and Talking with the Creator. And I'm going to sing it for you guys. Watch I walk. 
drum that that beat on the drum it's awakening things it's shaking things off my brother and sisters as you hear it on here it's the vibration of love it's it's making moves it's making waves yeah. that you can't see but those waves are are like a ripple when it hits the water you can tear things off it's you can tear down trees and what, what i mean when you hear that ripple it's it's breaking them chains that They've been stuck to my brother and sisters off. When you hear that song, it, it's setting you free. Um, there's so many more songs, to, you know, that, that have been passed on. And, and that's what we do is we pass it on to each other. And there's one, there's a, there's a song that, that comes to me. Uh, it's an honor song. And, and I want to sing part of it, too, for you guys, because you guys should be honored. Each one of you guys, our brother Cyril, will be honored You're on, because you guys are royalty. And, and he wants you to know that he honors you guys. So. Yeah, strength that joy to you all my brothers just all all the listeners <sighs> yes i know <laughs> thank you so <laughs> much listen jerry where can people follow you like they want to see more about you they want to what are you on social media or or website what? Um, i'm just mainly on uh facebook and instagram So just look up uh, on Facebook or Instagram, just uh, Jerry S. Uh, Allison Sr. Or, or Jerry Stocknick Allison. There's only there's only me or my son to have that name. So uh, so uh, well, just J-E-R-R-Y. Got to remember the real name. S-T-O-T-O-N-I-C-A-L-L-I-S-O-N and then Sr. Oh, listen, but I, I hope everybody get to meet you in person because you're You're amazing, my man. And please, I ask you one thing is keep giving that energy and those thoughts around you, right? Yeah. Every day and 
everywhere you go, please. That's my one request. And I will try to learn from you and do the same here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. And uh, if, you, if people want to get a hold of me, you can always get me on the Gorge Canoe Club too on Facebook or because uh, I'm always on there. I'm either on there or Facebook or Instagram. But uh, Jerry Allison or Gorge Canoe Club because that's that's where my heart is, you know, uh, is, is on the water and being with people. And so, uh, like I said before, Atawi Shamish, that means love you always and forever. And, and for my brother, Vic Allen, Pomakai, you know, Pomakai to all the peoples. God's blessings to all of you guys. God's blessings to all you guys. I love it. Thank you so much, Jerry, for being our guest today. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. I'm your host, Cyril. And remember, life is an adventure. Live it. Oh my God, Jerry, thank you so much. I'll work on the edit and I'll put it online as fast as I can. The world has to listen to you. All right, bro. <laughs> Aloha, I'll see you soon. Okay, big hug to you. Yeah, Bye, big hug, bro. Bye. Bye. Bye.